Imagine just trying to fit in, be a part of the group, and taking drugs at age eight. The All Eyes on Me podcast is the true story of Vincent Lilly, his struggle with drugs, addiction, recovery, and onward to hope and health. Be ready to experience another world. Here's author Kevin Zadrill and Vincent Lilly. Hi, welcome back. My name is Kevin Zadrill. I'm the host of this podcast, All Eyes on Me, a true story of addiction, recovery, and hope. And with me today, as always, uh, Vincent Lilly. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Great to have you back uh, to provide more insight into uh, the book that we uh, uh, wrote together about your life story and your journey and where it continues today. Um, I think it's uh, kind of timely piece that we speak more about men and men healing and the process and sort of how society has shaped them. I know in the book, um, the forward by uh, Mitch Warwinier, he had mentioned uh, that his work with uh, youth and, and people and men in gangs, um, he says that once, you know, men, the only way to come out of their life is to start to feel again. Um, and what he says is that, you know, it's, it's a way of them to kind of feel and share and love themselves and others and others around them. Uh, and you speak about that a lot in your book too, that men, men are taught to do otherwise. I think this is one of the things that, that is a huge uh, blocker for men. And um, you can't really blame them for it because it's like, it's kind of a cycle that's been taught and passed down through through generation and generation uh, for the men and teaching them how to feel and how not to feel. Um, but uh, I think what is good to just teach them and show them that, that these kind of things, that the way they're behaving, is this actually causing limitations for them? Because uh, ultimately, we're all we're all born with the same emotions, and uh, I just think that um, the 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 less and less that they embrace their emotions and their their uh, masculinity, um, I think it just it just really limits their their capabilities of living their own lives, uh, especially in in these these circumstances that they're they're placed in where they're getting involved in um, negativity with crime and gangs and all that kind of stuff. It basically just further perpetuates their actions into those areas um, because those areas are the areas that really just, uh, they really like to cradle or they really just like to kind of kill those emotions and make it so that you don't feel that way. You don't feel sad or you don't feel... Um, any really any real emotions or you don't want to show it you don't want to show any weakness really is what it is I experienced that myself was with the uh, crisis team and and I mentioned this in the uh, in the book um, that my experience had been with one individual that had suppressed a very traumatic event in his life uh, within his family for years and during the conversation him and I had together in private he for the first time opened up and released this information um and spent a significant part of the time uh, crying for the first time, mourning the loss and coming to terms with it. And at the end of it all, he stood up and said, for the first time, he feels again. Um, he's got the ability to, to move on now. Um, so for him, it was letting go. And I think it speaks a lot to what you're saying. Well, it's uh, 
I mean, obviously there's people who they think about it briefly, they can kind of understand it. But when you, when you think about it a little more, more deeper, it's really literally like baggage is what they say, right? You carry, you, you accumulate baggage throughout life. But when you have these huge traumas or these things that happen that you want to suppress or you want to uh, block out, it gets heavy. And uh, like it, it, people don't understand that it's actually really physically heavy. Like as much as it, as as it's not really something that's really you're carrying around, it does get really physically heavy. And so when you get to that point where you're ready to actually talk about it and release it, it really does, like people say, I feel like a light uh, uh, weight was lifted off of my shoulders, they always say. And it's because it's literally the feeling that it causes for you when you, when you keep carrying these this baggage all throughout your life. And it really comes down to finding that right moment where they feel... Uh, secure enough to uh, speak about it and come to terms with it and, and deal with that, that heaviness. Well, it's in a sense, it's almost like addiction too, or like everybody has to be ready to make that decision to commit to it. And I think it has a lot to kind of, it's kind of like that too. Right. So you have to kind of like be in that situation where you're ready to commit to, to facing it. And uh, because a lot, a few of the things that are attached to those things you don't want to face is probably guilt or shame, or and those are ultimately the things that are probably blocking you from dealing with it. And uh, so, those are some things that are pretty hard to face for us as humans. Um, feeling guilty or feeling ashamed, or that it's uh, really tough to, especially when you. Uh, and all you do is, as soon as those emotions come up, you just block them out or push them, stuff them down. Um, it just becomes more of a habit. And uh, the more and more you ever have to face something like that, you, that's all you'll do. It's just you'll do what you know, right? So you just stuff it down. And, and, and that's what you speak to in the book. In the book, you, you mentioned that... Um, you know, for men's groups, having been started is the fact that men are changing their lives. They are accepting of any help that is out there for them and is specific to the needs of a man. It's now about an education process for both men and society as a whole to reach and teach people that men have emotions too and that it's okay to cry. It's okay to express yourself. It's okay to show your emotions. It's all part of just the, the bigger picture, just like being yourself right and being authentic and kind of the way it's like is that they're saying here here's your body and this is your this this is your body be yourself as much as you can be but then let's just say that your ego and your pride or or um these things that you're blocking out is one of your legs and so basically you're trying to walk around looking like you're normal but you don't have a leg so like the, the more and more you just embrace these things that are that are supposed to be natural to you, then you'll walk more normally. And you've seen the application of this process too. In uh, one of the experiences you mentioned in the book, with uh, your work with the OPK, that uh, during a domestic um, call that your group had gone out to to assist uh, the female, um, you didn't leave the the male behind. You just didn't ignore him because he's part of the whole process and. And you spent time during that uh, visit to help that person out as well. Who said this, Mitch? You had said that in the book. And 
so oh. part of the thing was that, you know, you just didn't leave him sitting there. You know, it's, it's a big change of his life. Um, his spouse was, was leaving, belongings were going, um, and you could just as well have just walked away and offered nothing, but you offered support. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, that's, the, that's one of the things that's just one of the common things that happens in these situations where you get these couples that are together and, and the male is abusive or whatever way. Yeah, usually the male is usually the one that gets left behind in these situations. And, of course, they zero in on helping the, the female. Um, but really, like, all they're doing is just they're just contributing to the, to the problem as a whole by not dealing with it all at once, because uh, obviously, you know, you got to understand as bad as the things that people do in their lives, there's a reason for it. And uh, that's what you have to do. Whenever you see a problem, you have to stop and understand it before you can do anything, because uh, how are you going to deal with anything? If you don't understand how are you can have a better way of dealing with, it if you don't understand what it is that you're dealing with. So, yeah, you gotta you gotta deal with both pieces to it, and that's one of the things that I was surprised about when I was uh, when they went to do the when OPK went to remove uh, a woman and her baby from a, an abusive relationship. Literally, we went with uh, seven trucks, and I think there was about twenty five guys, and um, but we we're going. It was an emergency move, so we go there. And we just basically take the woman and the baby and, and basically just start taking all of her stuff and packing it in the trucks. And the male is there also and, and is intoxicated. And so it's a little bit of a scary situation because you never know. Like if I was in that situation, I would think that's how I think it. What would I do if I was in that situation and I was intoxicated? I would probably want to lash out. And uh, so, yeah, that was the one thing that I really liked was the fact that they actually stopped and talked with him and told, gave him the resources that he would need. Because you got to understand the questions, what, what would be going through this guy's head? Um, what, what can I do to make this better? He's probably thinking, right? And... Uh, so ultimately, yeah, he has to, you know, show that he's making progress in, in whatever areas that he's struggling in. So you give him the resources that he can go to, to, to obtain that. So part of that could be um, focusing on uh, addiction to alcohol and drugs. Part of that could be uh, anger management and trying to learn uh, techniques and ways to, um, deflect his anger in, in a more healthy way, isn't it? Yeah. There's lots of uh, programs and stuff that you can take because they obviously have a lot of guys that are, uh, they go to jail for domestic violence. And then so they ultimately have these courses that they, they that these guys have to take when they get out um, is, is as a part of their bail or as a part of their conditions. Um, so these are the kind of courses that are there and that are available uh, for males, um, obviously the only way mo a lot of them will take it is if they're court mandated to take it. Um, it's, uh, I'd imagine that obviously domestic abuse is kind of like 
thought about as uh, it's kind of like a week or whatever, like for males, you know, that a lot of guys, if they come into jail for that, they're not really, um, the other guys don't really, really like that. Some of the guys don't like that, right? They, they pick on them or they tease them about being a woman beater. So obviously it's not something that they really want to face or deal with after they leave jail. So, yeah. And, and like you say, anger is a, is a big foundation that's, that's inside of a lot of the men, right? You yourself face that um, throughout your life. You said that anger fueled so much your, of your actions and provided uh, a barrier or a wall for you to change uh, or reflect on yourself because that anger was just that profound. I think, uh, of course, anger is really bad, but I think all these emotions that you can feel like sadness or anger or um, being embarrassed or these things, what happens is in the mind is in the brain is it's like it distracts you from um, emotionally. It, it distracts you from what's going on. And uh, it's really hard to, to, to deal like to deal with it and to like catch it and say, if you're like trying to stop it and from happening, usually once you have anger, it's really hard to just stop and just say, okay, I want, I don't want to be like this. Usually you kind of just got to let it run its course and then kind of just try and recollect yourself after that. So yeah, it's uh anger is really, really tough one for a lot of guys because they just kind of just, they don't do anything to try and help it. In terms of the you know, men's groups that you've been involved with and seeing the amount of men that have come on board with it. Um, it's almost like a hidden part of society that, these groups exist for men, um, but you've seen a lot of uh, support for it. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. It's uh, it's funny how you say it's hidden, but the only re- reason why it's hidden is because it's uh, people who don't want to see it, right? A lot of people don't want to, there's some people who just don't want to see it, right? They're not ready. But, um, you know, this it's the, the most important part of the process has been started. And that's the fact that these groups have been made and have been started. Um, and that's why we, we don't really focus on the amount of men that are, atten- uh, um, um, that are attaining these programs, but uh, just the fact that it started and like uh, just kind of just the process, you got to just realize that it's been started and that, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are still quite a bit of guys that come to them, but um, like I said, we just don't focus on how many people are showing up. Um, but it's just uh, that's how we got to start it to show people that it's uh, to show the other men that it's okay to do it. It's a valuable resource, and and one that you know is more and more needed. Um, your work with with them has certainly proven that. Um, what, what further can you add in terms of, you know, um, a, a, a guy that's going through um, relationships uh, or, you know, with his kids and it's um, to repair that, to kind of change his way, to relate better to his children and to his spouse, you know, in a healthy way um, to enhance, you know, that, that relationship and that development between them all. I think obviously, you know, it's, it's going to start with himself, right. And he's going to start, have to start, looking at what what the what the issues are with himself uh, probably from his past and because um the truth of the matter is the way the way it goes is that hurt 
uh, hurt people hurt people. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're hurt, uh, you're going to hurt people. That's the way it works. Even for me with my, uh, involved in my relationships, um, I basically used to always just want to be in a relationship all the time. And so I basically would jump from one relationship to the other without giving myself any time to heal in the middle. And so basically what happens is it's like going to jail in a sense, like where you're, whatever you were doing before you went to jail, then when you get out, it's basically on pause. So when you get out, if you choose to unpause it, it'll just, it'll be just the exact same process, same cycle. So in my relationships, I would basically get into a relationship and um, things wouldn't go well and it would end badly. And then uh, I would end up getting into another relationship. So basically would just start off where the last one finished off. And so, uh, yeah, when it comes to that stuff, you have to, you literally, I gave my, what I did was I took a year, a whole year um, without having any sort of relationship with a woman in any way. And you, it gives you a lot of a chance to heal. And then that way it's almost like it resets you. It's a reset. Mm-hmm. So then when you get into a relationship next time, you're starting from the beginning. And so a lot of the guys, a lot of guys do this with women and with a lot of things in life where they just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And they don't ever give themselves a chance to heal from whatever it is that they've gone through. So that's what really ultimately has to happen. Again, it kind of all starts with yourself, right? And dealing with that trauma that's taken place. Uh, and it could be as, a, as an infant, as a youth, um, but finding what that is and working with that. Uh, because then once you come to terms within yourself, you're a better person for other people. Exactly. I mean, you can't give somebody that you don't have, you can't give somebody something that you don't have for yourself. Right. And like you say, if say if you're a type of person that wants to be in a relationship with somebody for the rest of your life, well, you want to be in a relationship. uh, You want to be um, the person to be a good person for you if if you're going to be with them for the rest of your life. So uh, you're going to be with yourself in a relationship for the rest of your life. So you better be the best for yourself first. That's a great way to put that. So we're getting closer to wrapping up. What what sort of um, avenues can people, men, look for uh, for resources? Uh, what have you found that uh, gets the word out there for them? How to find these resources? I know the OPK was is one avenue when they're working with people. They can have resources. Um, are there websites? Are there chat groups? Uh, places in the city that that sort of thing. Yeah, I think uh, like for. I mean, I can kind of only really speak for being living in Winnipeg, but um, they have these groups. They have group chats, obviously, on Facebook, on on Instagram. Um, basically, you could just punch in, like, uh, certain ones that you might hear about, like Healing Together Men's Group or stuff like that, uh, when you find out the certain names. Also, they have, like, the other groups that, did, that do the walks in the city, like Mama Bear Clan, uh, Bear Clan, uh, OPK does it also. Um, they, they, these are the groups that are in the city that basically have all those people in within their crew that have the information and ideas and resources to give you whatever it is that you want. 
So all you got to do is basically get into one of those groups and you'll be good. As long as you are okay with asking the questions that need to be asked, then you'll get the information that you need. So what would be your one, if you were to say one thing to, to that, that man that wants to participate to help him be successful at that, what would it be to him participating in that group? What would be the one thing what? Yeah, that he should do when he goes into that group to really make it more successful. Being open-minded, being what would be the best? I think I think just being honest, being honest about himself. Because uh, how are you going to get the help for what you need if you're not being honest about what it is that you need? So I think being honest is the most important piece to it, and then everything else will kind of follow. It's like yeah, we, like I said to you. Um, if you don't ask the, the important questions that need to be asked, you won't get the answers that you need. Yeah, very true. Well, again, I really appreciate uh, Vincent having the time with you today on this podcast. I think it's a very important message out for men out there. And uh, it can only do good in terms of uh, giving them some uh, reliance that there there is help out there for them, um, for them to seek it. And good things kind of come out of that as well. Thank you again for your time. Looking forward to our next uh, podcast together. Yeah, thank you for having me.